What you are listening to is real. The parties involved are not cool. They are actual geeks with a case pending in the court of public opinion. The party's case has been dismissed, and the dispute will be settled here on our podcast. There will be no lawyers. There will be no witness testimony. The judge's decisions are final. Hello, I'm Judge Ivan. I'm Judge Jonathan, and this is Geeks on Trial. Today's case, not my play style. Welcome to Geeks on Trial. This is the podcast where we settle petty disputes between actual geeks over movies, video games, board games, and more. If you'd like to submit your own geeky case for a future episode, you can email us at geeksontrial at gmail.com. You can also support the show over at patreon.com slash geeksontrial. For just five bucks a month, you'll gain early access to both our audio and video episodes before they're released to the general public and access to Geeks on Trial Sidebar, a bi-monthly show exclusive to Patreon only. (laughs) That's right. It's not exclusive to anywhere else. Exclusive to Patreon only. I've been drinking. Oh, my God. What what the hell was that? I've been, I've been, oof. Yeah, check out that show. It's a lot of fun. Uh, It's a little shorter than this show. Bite-sized. It's like fun size. It's like the Milky Way version. fun size edition, which really a fun size candy bar should be like big. Yeah, right. Right. Because of the word fun. Right. I'm not having fun's a fun's a word. I'm not we having fun with small things. Fun I'm sorry, you say fun's a word? Like like so someone was that in question? Yes. <laughs> okay. Stupider, I question it every day. Fun Stupider, all fun, words. funner, funnest. We don't have time to screw around today. We really don't. We really what? don't. Oh, okay. I was excited Be- for screwing around. Well, we can't. And that's because in addition to our important legal discussion that we're going to have in a minute, we are going to start things off by talking about the newly announced Oscar nominees, the films that have been selected to be nominated for this year's Academy Awards. It's Oscar season? Oh, it's Oscar season, Oh, I got to go. I have to go Oscar shopping. I have to put my Oscar tree. (laughs) You got to do all of that. I forgot it was Oscar season. Okay, you... It's, you laid it on a, l- a little too thick. <laughs> now it's now it's. Well, just... where do I do I have an Oscar for that? So here's the deal: Oscar nominees just came out. We'll we'll, we'll talk about it. I'll tell you who the uh, best picture nominees were, and they were as follows: American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, and The Zone. Of interest. Now, I'm not going to go into every single, uh, we're not going to list every category and every nominee. You can look at them, but I will just say a lot, those movies I just listed, you see them a lot of places uh, in a lot of these, uh, most of these other uh, categories, but we, maybe there's a few specific ones that, that we'll get into. Any immediate broad thoughts, Ivan, on the, on the state of the Academy Awards? And yeah, that's too feel? many damn movies <laughs> for one category. What, that's how, how they, is that? It's ten. They've they've. It used to be five. They expanded to ten six or seven years ago. I, I don't now, know, what do you what ago. do you think about that? Like for because that's for best it's picture. Fine. I'm assuming. Yeah. See, I feel it's just. It's, I feel like you get start getting lost in in some of these. Like it should be like. Well, I'll tell you why like they did it. Five. Go ahead. I think it's fine to have more than five. I think it's fine. I think I think five is too exclusionary. And the real reason they did this is because one year. 
I believe it was The Dark Knight they did not nominate. And mm. a bunch of people got mad at them or were like, "What? the Oscars are irrelevant. And well, so I basically the extra five they added is for mainstream. It's like this Barbie wouldn't be in there if there was right. five. Yeah, this and is, I guess it, this is how they get people to watch. <laughs> and honestly, like, you know, the mainstream movies are what the people watch. So it's like, yeah, the Academy, the Academy n- might not pick Barbie, for example. But, you know, having these 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 mainstream movies mixed in with the typical Oscar movies. You're right. It, it brings in numbers and it brings in. A, a, a glimpse of a chance and it just it sounds better too oh barbie is an oscar nominated film that gives it a little bit more clout and extra theater time sometimes sometimes I think that's a thing sometimes they put movies back in theaters to get oscar buzz like a couple weeks right. before but yeah they're, they're trying to uh recognize it shows them recognizing the full gamut of cinema rather than just the 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 art house even though right they still, they're still like they still ignore horror. They still mistreat animation. There's a lot of right. things the Academy is not really acknowledging. But but it, by doing this and by making it ten, I guess you do bring in more diversity because you have more mm-hmm, movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, like you know, we have women directors in this one. We have directors we who are old white men. So you know, by Some adding in more movies, it's like fine. I guess we have to add those to the Oscars. I'm, I'm speaking <laughs> as the Academy. Yeah, well, we are both members of the Academy, so mm-hmm. we did help vote for a lot of these. So take that with a grain of salt. We are biased in some respects. Um, do you have a? Do you have a, a? Like, do you think it's going to be like? What is your? What's my pick? What's my prediction for best picture? Well, I, as you know, as listeners and viewers may know, I made my own top ten list of my favorite movies from last year. You can watch it now on my YouTube channel. Search for Quince, uh, <laughs> and then choose the other one. My the highest one for me, my number two of the year was Anatomy of a Fall. So from this list, that would be my my choice. Right. I think it would be great if the holdovers won. That was my number three. Uh, so I, uh, Poor Things, I think, was spectacular. I, I think that was my number five. So I would be See, happy I thought with that, that was, one. I thought that was a great movie, but I thought it would be a little bit too art housey for Academy. Mm, yeah. I some you know they went it was See, it's it's weirder than your typical thing <laughs> right but for me I like my personal pick I don't know you know not thinking of what would be chosen by them but what I think should get it would be Oppenheimer interesting what do you what do you mean so that was so was that your favorite movie of the year yes yeah it was not it was yeah go ahead well because like I, I also like with um <laughs> poor things in my brain yes it's a 2023 film but I didn't see it in 2023. So it's like, yeah. Well, you, well, you yeah. saw it what, three days after 2023. I mean, basically yeah. well, a week later, but yeah, sure. Um, yeah. I, I, I liked Oppenheimer a lot. That was, it didn't make my top 10, but I did. I did like it. I, I do think a lot of these other movies are, are, are better than it. And I'm happy to see Maestro. Was that in theaters? It had, yes. To be eligible for an Oscar, you have to run in certain cities for at least a week. Okay. In theaters, yeah. Because I know that's all over Netflix right now. Because mm-hmm. it's it's a Netflix movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure how that you know I wasn't yeah, sure if it was it. Netflix studio. So let's go into other like what, what, let's talk about best actor actress. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, we're not we can't go through all these categories, but no. we can we can run through some of them. Um, 
To me, I will say best actress is I, one of the, the toughest category to predict because I think there's uh, Lily Gladstone, Killers of a Flower Moon, uh, Sandra Hewler, I'm sorry, I don't know how to say her name, but from Anatomy of a Fall, and Emma Stone from Poor Things, to me are all like neck and neck. All of those right. deserve Oscars, in my opinion. I think I would probably, if I had to pick... I, I, it's hard to go against Emma Stone because I think she is just really spectacular in that. Well, movie. And also for me, for me, my my first thing is Emma Stone for that because like the movie is her. <laughs> if that makes a sense, like I, like uh -huh. where a lot of movies where it's like oh you know it's about everything else and the act yeah they're the main actor in the movie or actress, but like this movie is literally about Emma Stone's character. Yeah. Right. And You're it's like, you know, it's just front mainly, and center the whole time. Yeah. Right. So like that's and and she played such a unusual character that you see grow literally grow from beginning to end. And that's, you know, difficult to Does she literally of. grow? Oh, yeah, I guess maybe easier literally grow a little. <laughs> anyway. Well her brain does. Sure. No spoilers or anything. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> does her brain literally grow? <laughs> anyway, okay. I don't know how brains work. There's a picture of it. Anyway. Um, yeah, so she's great. Uh, well, this maybe is a transition to the best actor category because, there, you know, we could talk about the snubs, the Oscar snubs here as well. Right. And one of the big ones, I think, one of the strangest ones. Uh, so Barbie got nominated for best picture, but... Greta Gerwig did not get nominated for Best Director, and P Margot Robbie did not get nominated for Best Actress. However, Ryan Gosling did get nominated uh, for uh, so was it supporting? Was he is he Best Actor or Supporting Actor? Uh, supporting Actor, I think. Which, if you choose, I mean, who would you say is the number one, like the star of the Barbie movie? Who would I say? Oh, no, sorry. Lead actor. Ryan Gosling did get nominated for lead actor for, for huh. Kim. Yeah. Um, no, sorry. Supporting actor. <laughs> let me go back and forth a couple more times. Because <laughs> <laughs> looking at the leading role, I'm like, he's not in this, but I'm going to let you go. Oh, God. I'm, I'm all over the place here. But, uh, yeah, I, I think... That's I think that's a very straight. Also, America Ferrera, Ferrera, Ferrara, Ferrera, uh, also got nominated for supporting actress for Barbie. Right. Again, both of them are great in that movie. But if you're gonna pick someone to nominate from that movie, right. how is it not Margot Robbie? I think Kate that's McKinnon. very strange. Oh. <laughs> but also, okay. So my thing is with the you know they we picked they they have ten movies yeah. for best movie. You might have to, at this point, if you're going to extend it to 10 movies, make it 10 actors and 10. Because, like. It, well, that's it, the. Yeah. That, that's Because you're the, saying yeah. these movies are the best, then technically the main actor in each movie would be. Like, wouldn't you? But like, not ready? necessarily. Not necessarily. I agree with you for director. It doesn't make sense that mm. how is it possible that my movie could be the best movie of the year, but I didn't do the best job directing it. Right. But sometimes I do think a strength, the strength of a movie is not dependent on, on the actors. Uh, like sometimes, uh, I, I don't know, like even in this case, like I don't think that's necessarily, I, I don't think that necessarily personally, this is more very subjective, but for me, I'm, I don't, I'm not so surprised Margot Robbie didn't get nominated for Barbie. I'm surprised right. that the other people in Barbie did and, and not well, her. Well, and also too, like, Barbie to me is like a more of an like an ensemble. Like they were all 
yeah. main character. I mean, her right? name so is like that. literally in the title, but well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there is certainly a. I mean, that's why Ryan Gosling is supporting. Why wouldn't so for me like getting rid of be, like having best director mm-hmm. and best movie like they kind of go hand in hand because without said director. It's a it's one of those messy things. I mean, this has been this is for all times well, of the Oscars. This has always been a weird thing that yeah. the Academy Awards are problematic for a number. <laughs> like just yeah, similar to the the idea of like uh, if a, a movie can be nominated for best international film, but or, or uh, right, but it's not. I don't know. It's it's like what does that mean, or why isn't shouldn't the best animated movie, uh, why is it a different category? I don't know. None of it, none of it really makes sense. If you really and break I it down, love, it's arbitrary. Like, there've been years where it's like, oh, this movie got best writer, best actor, best director, but didn't get the best movie of the year. It's like, but you gave it the best of everything else. <laughs> why didn't it get the best? Like it's all politics. Involved. It's all politics, politics and, and money. And right. And their campaigns. And sometimes it is like, well, we didn't think we we wanted you got six Oscars, but we're going to give them best picture because we liked them a lot, too. So I do right. think there's an argument to be made that a movie could be more than the sum of its parts. Like right. uh, uh, there are uh, movies that I think I could point to in certain years. I won't name specifics because I'd have to like look at the Oscars that year. But the, where I could say I understand I, I maybe I don't think the directing for that movie was actually spectacular, like right. what the director actually was doing. But as a whole, when you look at that and the cinematography and movie. the acting and the writing, maybe the script was just so strong that like that was enough right. that made it the best movie, even though it wasn't that interesting visually or something. There's a lot of factors. Because I like a lot of like, you know, like I said, art house films, and artsy stuff where it's like, OK, the actors, You're it could be anybody. You could put anyone in that what? You could put anyone in that role as the main actor, and it wouldn't matter because the writing is good and the story and the, the cinematography and all that is good. Where it's like the actor, it's like okay, you could put in anybody and it would be fine. Yeah, uh, another one, another big snub I thought is the movie All of Us Strangers, uh, which doesn't isn't anywhere on here, and I that was on. My top 10, and I saw it on many other critics' top 10s of the year, so I'm very surprised not to see that. Um, I don't know. I've never heard of that movie. Um, it's uh, got gay stuff in it, so you'd probably like that, right? Oh, I do. <laughs> um, I, I thought it was great. There was another. Oh, on May, December is the other one that I was really surprised. Oh, yeah. Natalie Portman and Julianne Moore didn't get nominated for either of them for any Best Actress or Supporting Actress, and neither did... Um, I switch. I feel bad. I can't now. I'm forgetting the name of the 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 guy in that movie, but he was also great. Oh, men don't matter. It's fine. Yeah, it's. A, I'm I'm a feminist, so I tend to forget. What about was was Dicks the musical <laughs> nominated for? You know, that's the most <laughs> shocking omission of all. No, Dicks the musical up on the board. Or uh, you know, the Weird Al movie. None of that was in there because not eligible. Made, made for TV. They did not put now, it in. They didn't release it in theaters, so not that's on Roku. The animated feature films I always like because, like, yeah, you know, this year there's a lot of big names in the animated feature film. You know, you have the Boy and the Heron, you have the Spider-Man Across the Spideyverse, Spider-Verse. Sorry, um, Elemental uh-huh. was a big movie. Sure, kind of. I don't know what robot. I don't know what Robot Dreams is. <laughs> I don't know Robot Dreams and Nimona are the other two. I've never heard of them. I'm very surprised that. 
well, I, I shouldn't say very surprised. I'm not that surprised, but I'm, <laughs> I feel like uh, the Ninja Turtles movie d- deserved to be up oh. there. Yeah. Um, kind of, sur- kind of surprised Mario's not there, to be honest. I am honestly surprised, especially because, you know, I pointed this out in our pre-show conversation. The date of the Academy Awards is, is March 10th. <laughs> it's, it's Come on Mario, now. Mario Day, of course. You know, why, yeah. why, but that was a, it was big from a big production house. It was made by Universal and, um, DreamWorks. production company? Oh, was I it, thought it was or it's um, Illumination. Sorry, Illumination, Illumination. but it's right. But like they that was like a really large movie this year for like kids, yeah. adults. Like it was a it was a big blockbuster, and to have that in there and maybe like two movies or at least yeah two movies that I don't even know what they are in there. <laughs> yeah, now, but I am happy to see a Miyazaki film. Yeah, in the Academy Awards. Yeah, it ha- I mean, he's been had, I think Spirited Away won Best Animated Picture of the Year it came right. out. It's, he's been up there before. But, yeah, that that's nice to see. I, I, I just also want to be clear. I don't actually think Mario really deserves <laughs> to be nominated. No. I think it's kind of but. a bad movie. But even just, they, they need, like, a category for just how pr- a pretty animation movie, which I guess is visual effects. But they don't. Right. They don't really count animated movies amongst us. Um, for me, that ca- the only reason that category doesn't, isn't just straight up dominated by Spider Verse is Boy in the Hair, and I'm like, I think they there's a good chance they give it to that. It's Miyazaki's probably last film, right? Even though I I, I know we disagree on this, I personally think Spider Verse. Well, you liked I it. Liked I like it way think... more than Boy in the Hair, and even I oh think, really? See, I think because yes. Boy in the Hair and has more of a story and is actually prettier looking, which is big for me for animation. Mm, you prefer the style. I will definitely disagree with the more of a story, but <laughs> I don't know well, what that means. <laughs> it's a very more ambiguous. Of a, more of a unique story where the Spider-Man mm. story has been done to death. Mm. Okay. But, well, you don't need to get into this. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll get – people are going to see me get mad. Uh, but anyway, that was my number four movie of the year. I'll, I'll tell you that. So for me, for my money, that should have been in the best picture conversation as well, I think. I that, guess they um, don't well, – I guess they will never add an animation they to have. the best picture. It's extremely rare, but they have done it before. Uh, Beauty and the Beast one? was oh. – was I don't know if that's the only one, but that's the most significant one that but, I know of. At that point in time, did they have an animated yeah, section? I think they did. I think they did. So that's weird, though. So I guess it would well, get Well, same with both? Zone of Interest is in international film. Or, La- oh, or true. Parasite won both. Won Best International and Best Picture. Hmm. It's it's all it's all arbitrary. It's bullshit. None of it means anything. <laughs> There's no point trying to make it make now, sense. will you watch the simulcast of the Oscars this year? No, I, I don't know if we've talked about this on this show. I guess we started post-Oscars last year, but uh, I've stopped watching the Oscars years ago because I now just watch the On Cinema Oscar special that Tim Heidecker hosts that's like a parody of the Oscars. Uh, now, did you stop watching it for any reason or just like this is long and drawn out? Because that's kind of like why I don't watch. Like I'll have it on or like maybe watch clips, but it's like I don't – like I want to see the awards and the acceptance speeches. I don't want to see like – Oh, we're gonna have every song sung by from every movie in this, or like <laughs> the stupid skits in between, like you know. Uh, unironically, the reason I stopped watching is because Tim Heidecker's on cinema show is broadcast live at the same time, and I would rather watch that than the real right. Oscars. <laughs> that's if, if there wasn't a conflict, I would probably watch them. Right, but okay. that, that's that's the reason I just I'd rather watch it, and I've never felt like I've missed out <laughs> on much. Well, you, you missed out on the slap. 
I mean, I heard about it. it came, news, the video popped up pretty quick, you know? Right. And that's the thing now. Like, if you don't watch a live thing, like, I don't watch The Tonight Show or any of those shows, but I'll watch the clips. I'll, yeah, I'll always go back and watch, like, the speeches of the people that I, I think I'd like to see their nice speeches. And uh, any controversial moment will, like, in 10 minutes be somewhere else for you to see that clip over and over again to death. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you don't need to see the the fluff uh, or the commercials because a lot of those live shows have a lot of commercials in between because I guess it's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. It gets those gets all those ratings that the Oscars are just famous for having these days. I would uh, love to see what the the age range of people who watch the Oscars is. 70 and up, I'm guessing. Oh. All right. <laughs> yeah, no the young people don't give a shit. No. They don't have, anyway, they don't have cable. I'll just say broadly I think um Overall, I think there are good nominations this year. I agree with them largely. Most of their nominees are movies that I liked a lot. Right. So, uh, and even even stuff like Oppenheimer and Barbie didn't make my personal top ten, but I like I understand why they're there. Right. Um, so, other than a couple of weird little things that I think are are unusual that they left out, I think there's a pretty good selection here. So, well, because I think this by far in the past a couple of years, this has been my favorite movie year like there are more movies that came out this year that were amazing in my opinion or that got a lot of social buzz more than other years and you know that could be because of we were coming i mean pandemic's been over for a while but like you know we're starting to ramp up but then we also had the writers and actors strike too so it's like you know a lot of things were able to hit the screens that maybe couldn't before and or more were more widely released yep. in theaters. It was, this a, it was is, this a good my, year. 2023 was my favorite movie year. In a Ever? Way. Ever. Uh, 2022 Ever. was really good too. Anyway, there's been some, there's been some great uh, movies. I, I will, and I'll say this, if you haven't seen the best, all the best picture nominees, they're all well worth watching. They're all really, really good movies that are worth your time so i, I, I do wish amc would do like a day of like okay in theater number five we're gonna have a, a full day of we're gonna show every oscar nominated movie is is that like a marathon is that what you want you yeah. want to sit and watch 10 movies that are all two well, hours plus in a row? <laughs> i've seen i've seen a lot of them but like you can go in and see what ones you didn't see. Mm, okay, sure. I think they, like I said, I think they do often get put back in theaters for a couple of weeks or the or, shorts or right after if they win an award. Sometimes yeah. they'll they'll pop up. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of times the the, the shorts and the animated shorts I've never seen before. Uh, last year, a lot of the animated shorts. I don't know if it was an intentional effort because of the Oscars or just coincidence. A lot of them were on Hulu. I remember. Oh. So okay. Look, look out for that. Sometimes they just are on YouTube too. Yeah. Some of these things. So yeah, if, if you search around. Is that for a them. separate YouTube platform? YouTube too? Mm-hmm. Oh. It's one of the stupidest things you've ever said. Um, that is? Because we, I have well, years of footage online that could probably. Well, you know. Also, Wes Anderson nominated for um, his uh, short, best short film for, uh, what's it called? Henry, Story of Henry Sugar, the world doll. Oh. Room. So I think Did that's interesting. He no had a movie come City. out this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But his full features usually never Oscar, uh, do they? Sometimes they do. I'm pretty Maybe sure some of them have been up there. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that, um, like, I bet Grand Budapest Hotel or mm. 
Uh, a French, I think a French Dispatch was up for something, maybe. Okay. A few years back. Well, I don't we'll know. never know. Fact check. There's no me. way to find out. <laughs> All right, but it's exciting. We'll see. We'll, we'll maybe maybe we'll circle back when the Oscars actually air and try to make predictions and see how close we were to the truth, or if I'm disappointed in their choices. The Oscars are the one of the few award ceremonies still that I, even though I readily acknowledge that they're stupid, uh, unlike the Emmys or the Golden Globes or anything else, I still am interested to see what what wins each year. It's still there's a part of me that cares a little bit. And it's the same thing with like, because there's a lot of TV shows or modern TV shows that's like either I don't care about or I don't watch. And the same thing with music where it's like, I'm like movies, I'm caught up. Like movies are my genre. So it's like, Mm -hmm. I'll watch those movies where it's like, sometimes I'll watch the Grammys or even I guess Tony's or whatever. I have no idea who these people are. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've been watching them since I was a kid. I grew, I grew up before I had was old enough to see or understand what any of these movies were, I would watch the Oscars right. with my family every year and think it was exciting. Have an Oscar party. Well, we didn't do that, no. We should. Let's have an Oscar party right now. We'll invite everyone named Oscar. I don't really like having people around. We need to get to today's oh. case, which is about sort of the sort of the movie of the modern age, in a way. You know what I'm referring to? Um, books. Well, yes. Sort of the books of the modern age, in a way. YouTube? It's sort of like the YouTube of the modern age, in a way. Video games? It's sort of like the video games of the modern age, in a way. Huh. Today's case comes to us from the internet. You can find a link in our episode description. Our defendant today is Laura. Laura has a problem with the way her partner, Sam, plays video games. You see... Laura likes to dive headfirst into a new video game, letting her curiosity drive her and being swept up in the joy of discovery. Sam, on the other hand, does extensive research before he starts a new video game, reading up on guides, walkthroughs, tips and tricks online. Sometimes he even downloads mods for a game to give himself more powerful items or weapons so that he can get what he considers to be an optimal playing experience. At one point, Laura gets so frustrated by this behavior, an argument ensues in which she accuses Sam of cheating when he plays games and she just is completely incompatible with this style of gaming. She blows up. She loses her shit. As dual judges here on Geeks on Trial, it's now our job to determine whether Laura is right to play by the rules or if it's okay for Sam to think outside the box. I've eaten outside of the box before. Wasn't that Taco Bell's uh, okay. thing? I was what? a little... No, I was no just, that's gross, bro. I was just a little worried at no. first when I started to hear... I just Gross. That's awful. I, I, nothing. It was nothing. It was nothing. I, I prefer men. <laughs> that's your I Taco problem. Bell. No, no, I Taco Bell. Yeah, I agree. I mean, mm-hmm. I like I said, I'm a feminist, which is... So I, that's just my prerogative so oh, i'm such a feminist i just i choose men how, why are we why are we trying to cancel ourselves <laughs> if anybody watched this we'd be canceled but we're we're too milk toast we're too lame nobody even sure. cares nobody cares so video do you have a, a video game style that you do like are you have you ever boiled this down for yourself because yeah. reading this story in a case i'm sorry reading this case I've never actually thought about how 
I play video games or like if I play video games in a weird manner or if I if I attack going into a game in, in a weird way. I, I would like to think that I don't. <laughs> well, I'm here to tell you, you do. Oh. You're wrong. You play it wrong. Yeah, I like this case because while it is a conflict between two individuals, it's also a broad judgment that we need to make about two completely different categories of person and, and right. type. Because I, both of these types of people exist in the world. The people who like to go in and experience it all fresh without any prior knowledge and the people who like to look things up in advance and understand what they're getting into. And I'm sure we have brushed up against this in the, on the subject of films because uh, in that regard, I'm very much a person who likes to know nothing about the movie before I right. watch it. I like to Go sit in down. completely blind. Oh, well, depending on the movie. Cause there's some movies where it's like, you're okay with some leakage which is a gross word. And um, some where you're like, you're, you you want to be completely, like it depends on the director and stuff. Cause we've had this conversation before. Sure. But with video games. Yeah. This isn't like, this isn't like watching a trailer for a movie uh, in this case. Right. And, like, it, it, you know, Laura's issue is not that Sam watches trailers and reads the back of the box. Right. This is more like, you know, for a movie equivalent, this would be like reading all the reviews and all the like essays about the movie and what it means or something <laughs> before you go into it. But I do say for video games versus movies, it mm -hmm. is a completely different thing. It's very it's like, different. We'll move away yeah, from movies. I can watch a trailer for a video game mm -hmm. and even watching somebody play a video game, maybe not a full playthrough. Like I'm not going to watch a full Twitch stream of a video game and then go play the game. But I will, like, I'll watch this trailer and, like, oh, how does this game work? Because gaming versus movies, gaming is a open concept way of, like, you know, I might play it a different way than you do, or I might play it, you know, instead of linear, I might go after and, and do more open-world stuff, depending on the game, and how I do things or how I enjoy games, where a movie... There is one way to watch a movie. Yeah. To sit down, watch a movie, TV show, song, whatever. Yeah. Every every single person who sits down in that theater has the exact same potential for, for an experience. Right. Yeah. Whereas a video game, you could do anything. You could go any, even a linear game, one person's experience can be very different from another's. Also, a trailer I find, it's much harder to spoil a video game in the same way a movie trailer does because right. a video game is usually upwards of 10 to 20 hours or 50 hours sometimes. So you can't possibly encapsulate everything you'll experience in a two minute trailer. Cause even if they show like a, a, a boss or a final cut scene, okay, fine. Maybe that one minute or two minutes of video game will be spoiled for you, but there's going to be, like you said, like 30 hours of other things that you're going to know and love. And a lot of times with video games too, it depends if they're like a story game or whatever, mm -hmm. you can kind of guess what the final boss is going to be by the end or what your final mission will be. Because usually a video game builds you up to be able to do said thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes there are, you know, it's very nice to have little surprises in games. Really? A lot of this really is genre dependent. Oh, 100%. Because, like, it depends on, like, if it's a racing game, okay, whatever. It's going to be, <laughs> there's no, because video games are such a broad spectrum of, like, you know, it can be the basic, you're just playing a puzzle game, you're playing Tetris, you're playing whatever, or it could be, like, a full 
you know, basically a choose your own adventure movie as a video game. So one of the, the games they actually specifically mention in this case file is Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, I have played a little bit of Baldur's Gate 3. I don't think that you have unless you have. Uh, but I don't know if there's – what's an equivalent game? Uh, is, is there any, like, big sprawling RPG? Is that kind of – have you ever done, like, a – like a, a like a Skyrim or a Witcher or a Mass Effect or any of those. Maybe that's just not nah, your jam. So maybe it's hard. Probably to Probably not. <laughs> uh, what Final Fantasy, like any of those. What RPGs? Have you never played a role playing game? <laughs> Probably not in video game style. No. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Wow, that's crazy. Quest 64, is that the closest we're going to get for you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, which was my which was my first video game ever. That was your. Quest 64 was your first video game ever? Wow, first, I guess first owned game. Wow. So you, you yep. didn't have a, a super any Super Nintendo or Genesis or nope, Game Boy? No, my first console was a uh, N64. What about PC? And then a Are we counting game Boy like Color. Minesweeper or something? <laughs> nope. Not, you didn't even play Minesweeper? <laughs> we probably we didn't have a family PC until like maybe uh, maybe the, the, the same year I got the GameCube. Wow. Because like let's a baby. say 19, 1996. You're like a gaming right, was baby. When the, was when the GameCube came out? No, uh, uh, no, 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 no. 96 was N64 came out. You're five oh, years behind. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, so I was seven. I wasn't gaming at seven. Huh. I guess. Yeah. Or pre four seven. Because I was I, born in 1989. Yeah. I mean, we so were was, both born the same year. So. Right. <laughs> so it's not like I'm much older than you or something. But yeah, no, because like yeah, we, we weren't a gaming household. My sisters were not gamers. My sisters are older than I am. Um, yeah, at the age of seven. You know what's funny about it is I think I probably got the Super Nintendo like maybe one or two years before the N64 came out. Yeah. And maybe I got the N64 a year after it came out or something. Right. So – like I, you know, I was in the same zone as you where I was kind of too late for Super Nintendo, but because I was a kid in my head, I'm like, oh, the Super Nintendo was a whole generation. I, ex- I feel like I experienced that, nope. but I kind of did. It was only five years long. I just got into the tail end of it, but I, right. but I definitely yeah, I never, remember playing it before I had the N64. So yeah, I never owned any of the early consoles. First console, wow. Nintendo 64. Wow. And that meanwhile, and probably, there's some older person going, that's not the early console, you idiots. I right. had the Atari. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then, yeah, then Game Boy, I think, might have been, I, I think I got Nintendo 64 for my birthday, Game Boy mm. for my, for Christmas or vice versa. We don't really need on, to know the specifics of no. what holidays my first, you received them on. But my, but I'm just Very saying that year was a detail. big, was a big oh, game year for me. I see. It was all, it was and a it big was, year for you. Because my, my first Game Boy was a Game Boy Color. Wow. It was lime green. Game Boy Pocket for me. <laughs> anyway, we're getting off track. So so I guess Baldur's Gate 3 is my point. I don't know how, at least it's you have a concept. It's very D&D-like. Yeah, so you right. understand the type of I've game I've seen videos. I've seen people play it. I've seen Or Skyrim like or one of those. Right. So, so the, um, you know, I think, I think for that type of game, that's a very distinct kind of game where there's like different builds that you can do. You can you can do different classes, different races, different. You make choices as you play. So certain quests may 
become closed to you depending on the choices that you make or they'll turn out a different way than other players' experiences are. Another, I think, example of this that uh, maybe you'll be able to uh, grok better is Monster Hunter. I okay. feel like that I is I mean, the... to be fair, I have yeah. played actual RPGs. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, yeah. <laughs> but it's not a video game, so it doesn't but... count. Oh. So Monster Hunter or or uh, even or Minecraft, I think, kind of falls into this category too. The okay. kind the kinds of games where the experience, in in my opinion, and maybe this is simplifying it, or people may disagree with this, but comes a lot of it comes less from the. It's not like about a storyline or a, a point A to point B experience of the game. Uh, sure, you may have goals to accomplish and maybe there's like an end to it, but a lot of it is the day-to-day knowing how to do certain things. How do I build this? How do I craft this armor or make right. this weapon or potion or what have you? And I sort of, I, I I understand part of those games is for a lot of players is the community. It is it is reading about it online. Yeah. I, for when you play Monster Hunter or Minecraft, is that the kind of thing you would do? No. <laughs> never ever no, because ever. like i'm i've never fallen into like being part of a gaming community going into like you know oh even back in the day going onto a forum and trying to figure stuff out a lot of times it would be like you know i would play a game because like my friend group would be playing a game so we would talk to each other on that or like you know back when minecraft was popular i think you us and a few other friends were playing in one community but yeah i've never delved into like i'm not I like gaming, but I'm not like the typical, it's going to be my life, that game for this period of time. Because I'm also a big person of like, I'll hop between games. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like I'll bounce between, it could be the ADHD, it could be whatever. But like, you know, right now I'm like, I'll be playing like three or four different games going back and forth. Mm -hmm. And maybe, you know, some of them probably never completed or never will, but you know, like just bouncing back and forth. But what about you must have, for instance... Like never when playing Minecraft or Monster Hunter, like it's not a, you know, I'm not necessarily saying, oh, I was like checking out the Reddit every day, but sometimes you're like, how do I make a damn bed? And you look at the, like the wiki or something. Right. Like there'll be uh, definitely during, uh, Minecraft is probably the. That was like the peak of it. So that or like the hardest one, because like I, I'm seeing people doing this. Why can't I build this? And when Minecraft came out too, when we were playing it was. It was it was new, so it was like, like day one America, I and think it's we were it's like, not like there was a tutorial in the game <laughs> that telling you how to make like you you literally had to experiment to find out how to build stuff, or even uh, like you know break it down to a game. Maybe that you I've still do. I don't know. On and off with stuff would be like the Sims or Sim City. It's like mm, you know you go into Sim City. Sims. So like in SimCity, it's like, oh, okay, if I don't put this path of water near here, people won't live in this tower, and why am I not getting this? You know, like, mm-hmm. so yeah, so like I will go into a game guide, let's say. Animal Crossing was probably mm-hmm. one yeah, where yeah. I bought a game, was probably the last game I actually bought a physical game guide for, a printed game Which guide. Animal Crossing? <laughs> 60, or GameCube? The GameCube, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, New Horizons, you're still doing it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I because I do sell game guides still, but it is like in my opinion, it's stupid to it's buy them. Very rare. It's not new. Internet. The, yeah, very few. I like to. Like, I I like the concept because I actually I do think there's something nice about having a, a tactile. You can pick open this up. Yeah. 
bookmark, point to something in the page. That can be nicer sometimes than the internet. But I also like, no like ads. you can't you can't control F a book. True. That's very true. <laughs> but you know, that's, that's so. kind of part of the honest. Maybe this is purely rose colored glasses, but uh, that like part of the joy of it is, I mean, as a kid, I would just, as a, that's actually an interesting point about this. So I, I think we've established that for you, for the most part, you're the, you're the Laura type of gamer. You dive right into it. It's, a, I would say 95% of the time I am because like games are designed to tell you how to play it. Nowadays they are. Yeah. Um, but even like back in the, well, if like if we're looking at like ET and, and shit like that, they're like <laughs> the notorious, whatever. I would argue games. even up through N64 a little, but definitely through mm-hmm. Super Nintendo, some of, a lot of those games, you almost had to read the instruction manual. Like they were designed thinking you were reading that instruction manual. Tutorials didn't really become a thing that was expected until like right. PS2 era. <laughs> and then like, you know, but, but then I would like, but I would still dive into it being like, let yeah. me try to figure this out because I have gamed before. So it's like, you know, a lot of times early days, game mechanics were game mechanics. If you know how to pick something up, you can at least get through stuff. Um, but there are definitely games where when I was a kid or even a teenager that I got annoyed at and probably never completed because you couldn't get past a certain thing where if I just looked at a game manual or looked online, it'd be right. like, oh, you need to do this. Or, you know, the game could be broken at one point and it tells you how to get around certain things. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. So, but if I am more the Laura where it's like, if I absolutely need to, I will jump into it blindly. But if I, I will look up something if needed. Yeah. I, I think I'm, I'm for the most part the same way, but uh, I was thinking back and I'm realizing when I was a kid, I think I was almost the opposite only because it's very different. I don't know if it's just being a kid or if it's being a kid specifically when we grew up mm-hmm. because number one, there was gaming magazines. Right. And, and even the internet too, when I would be so, starved so eager to learn about games coming out that I would pour over every article, every trailer, every playthrough, every Nintendo power article, Mm -hmm. every, I would buy the, have the player's guide for a game. And I would just, I would read that thing front cover cover to back cover before I finished the game, while I was playing the game, after I finished the game. like Well, because also for us, too, like, we grew up in a time where, I mean, yes, games are expensive now, but, like, we weren't... We were kids. I, I'm speaking for, for me, I didn't have an endless budget. Like, like I didn't yeah. have... Or I didn't have ways to, you know, obtain a game online without paying for it or anything like that. Whereas, like, you get, like, an X amount of games per year and these are your games. So, yeah, you, you would go out and be like, you know, get the the magazine or the owner's manual, not owner's manual, the um, player's guide. Yeah. But that's also, that was a good trick for me because there would be certain times where my mom would be like, maybe go read a book and not play the games. <laughs> and I'd be like, gotcha. <laughs> that's that's a good one. That's a good one. Yep. You're, you're reading like, hey, you, a textbook and that's inside it, you know, the classic You can trick. You can bring your your um, your your player's guide to school and just be like, you know, it's, it's, it's that, you know, I reading have, time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did read a lot of factual books as a kid, but well, yes, but <laughs> I have great memories of um, God. I, I I really like. I have true nostalgia for players' guides. I, I I distinctly remember going on a walk once 
and just br- with my family and as and bringing the Donkey Kong 64 players guy <laughs> and just just re- and just loving life just for yep. the fresh air and and thinking about my video game. I also Bring remember it to the beach with you. Like there was a time I I got Pokemon Stadium. The first okay. Pokemon Stadium, which if you were a Pokemon fan at the time, you'll understand the the level of hype of being able to see the Pokemon in 3D for the first time. I oh, yeah. couldn't okay. have been I don't know that I have ever been that excited about something in my life (laughs) other than that point. And it was literally my family was going on like a week vacation uh, to like to stay at a a family friend's place in in another state. Like a week long or like it wasn't that strong of a vacation. It was a week vacation. A a length of time. (laughs) Oh, okay. I couldn't play. I couldn't. They wouldn't let me bring my N64 with me. Right. All I had that week was I had the player's guide and I just w- was just longing, just pouring right. over it, just, just, just tortured that I couldn't well, play that, that game. <laughs> that does speak a lot about the time because now if you think about it. Grab my Switch. You know, people are engulfed in gaming because it's like it's literally everywhere. You can play the game, a game on your phone. You can play it on your laptop. Like you don't yeah. have to bring your 45 pound television to a vacation house or, you know, worry about hooking up your, your N64 in the back of a car or whatever. Like, or like if you can't play your video game, now you can watch somebody on Twitch playing the game or you're part of <laughs> right. the, the Reddit or something. Yeah. So it's like, you're learning about the game where it's like, we had to get either some janky forum that was online and that was a deeply nerded community back then, or buy the magazine or book. Because there's a lot of things, like I'm looking through um, books that I have in my storage unit, and it's like, oh, this is the Pokemon buyer's guide, or like the Pokemon collector's guide. It's like, why would I buy that? Like, that's just the internet now. <laughs> yeah, a lot of things have been replaced by the internet. Uh, and also, and like, yeah. t- kind of to your point, and kind of to something you were saying earlier too, there are more games that are coming out these days. Like even right. regardless of you know what you have access to, whether or not you can afford them or your parents will get them for you or whatever, depending on your age. There at the time, I feel like it was there were like maybe five or six really big games you cared about each year that you wanted to spend a lot of time with. Right. And now it feels like Every month, there's some giant AAA exclusive yeah. major game that's a huge deal. Which those are times that I I, I wish we had back because it's like now it's like like even for you, you have probably like eight video games I, that you want to play or like are actively right playing. Yeah, it's insane. And like back then, we were more able to be a a fanboy, if you will. Like for me, I was a big N64 person. We bought only the Nintendo consoles. It was later on in life I got a PlayStation, but it was like. Because you dove in and you spent your budget on one console because you were excited. Okay, I'm going to play, you know, Mario 64 in completion. By the time I'm done with that game, (laughs) another new game came out from Nintendo. Right. Yeah, certainly in the N64 era, it was pretty, the pickings were slim. For, For good games. For any, yes. Well, yeah, for any, you know, the entire N64 library is like 300 games. Which is insane to me, but it's also like, that's a lot of games. For not for five years, it isn't. Well, to now standards. <laughs> Even then, I think PS One had like uh, must have had twice as many mm. at least. I mean that, or, or Super Nintendo had way more than that. Like the really? S64 library was mm. just very small. Yes, because third parties didn't want to 
that was right. when they abandoned Nintendo because they were doing anyway. That's a whole other issue, right? So you know, for me, I definitely I side with the Laura because like you know, Sam is doing a lot of like you know. Let's bring up the thing that we haven't talked about yet was the mods. Mm. I do think that could be one side of cheating because modding a game or like, you know, trying to max min and, and, and get the, you know, I want to get the overpowered gun so I could just fly through the first 12 stages or whatever. <laughs> and like adding extra, you know, things on screen, your macros, your all that. I feel like isn't is this, I feel like that's something you do when you already played the game once. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, Cheat you go codes. back and you play right where it's like I wouldn't start a game out with my game shark in. <laughs> yeah, and like I think definitely modding a game to make it easier for you is literally cheating. So, mods are definitely the a thing that pushes this. It's it's almost a different category than the other part right. we we're talking about. I I think the term cheating is probably too strong for one reason in in this, which is because we're not, as far as I know, talking about online multiplayer here. There's no... Oh, yeah, okay. And now I see what you mean. Sam is only affecting his own game. He's not literally... He's not... He's, you know, because sometimes there are literal hackers who are straight up cheating in online games when they're right. using tools that make them better than other players. Right. No one's endorsing that. Maybe, maybe I am. You know what? I'll do Excuse it. Me. I like yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Endorse it. Um, that's, your, that's your platform for 2024. So like there is certainly a, a part of this that is who is Sam hurting other than right. himself. Now, unless it is a, you know, we are playing this game as a couple because mm -hmm. so, me and my partner's gaming relationship is a lot of times, you know, if it's a, if it's a, a one player game, like I, um, the, I think right now I'm actively playing resident evil seven. Right I'm now, actively it. right now. That's why I'm not. <laughs> wow. You are a, I'm literally multitasker. So a lot of times my partner will be like, I'll, I'll be, he, cause he, he'll play like a, a world of Warcraft or a rust or something on his computer, a game that never ends. And he can like look away and stuff like that. So I'll be playing a story based game like resident evil seven or Hogwarts legacy or anything like that. And he'll be watching it for the story. Mm -hmm. You know, like sure. We'll switch off every night. Like if I'm going to fight and I can't do whatever he'll play it occasionally, but you know, it's usually like, it'll be me playing and him watching or vice versa. He likes to watch. And and he, he's a watcher. He's a big watcher. And so if I was like, you know, playing it like Sam does, that could also be ruining his experience of the game. Or if it's a multiplayer game and Sam is like playing it and knows things that like me as Laura would be like, well, I wanted to figure that out on my own and unlock it. And he's like, well, yeah. this is how you do it. Just do it. And it's like the fun <laughs> of a video game to me is also failing. That that's the thing to me, the point to me that that resonates. If let's say maybe not even watching, but maybe you're both maybe both people got Baldur's Gate three and are playing it on different files simultaneously, right. and uh, I think part of the fun 
of doing that is being able to talk to each other and the next day and be like, oh, so what part of the game are you at? And oh, what what did you do for this uh, build or whatever? Which class did you go with? Which points right. have you found that this spell is any good? And if if the other person's just like, yeah, I looked online and that spell's the best one and this one's the worst one, don't ever do it. Then it's like, well, now I'm not having a conversation with the my friend or my partner. Now I'm just having a conversation with Reddit. <laughs> and right. Yeah. I, now you're having a conversation with a game shark. Right. That's not that. Yeah. That's not what I'm looking for. I, I wanted. To, I want to have that cooperative sense of discovery. The same way as like I, I've had this in Monster Hunter, where sometimes you'll go in and if you play with somebody who is clearly beyond your level, and this is true for a lot of, I feel like. Minecraft, I think, could be similar. Those those two are in my mind, or maybe even like a Dark Souls, some a game like that. Right. I don't. There's not most of those don't really have multiplayer, but it doesn't matter. In general, right. a Monster Hunter, where it's like, if you go in playing with someone who knows all the ins and outs, and they have the best weapons, and they're just like pew 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 pew, pew and they just kill everything, and you're kind of sitting there like. I'm a baby. I don't know how to make my weapon go right. bang, bang, which is what I always do. I do that voice and say something well, like make, that. They make pills for that now. You should probably go see a urologist. That's no fun. You want to be, if you want to experience something with someone right. else at the same time, you want to be on the same page as them. Or even like, like Minecraft, this can happen where sometimes you don't play for a few days and log back in and it's like, oh, your buddy finished the castle while you were gone. Right. And you're like, oh, I was kind of, working on that castle too. I feel like I missed out on a key. Well, I've definitely played games like I'll use Minecraft for example, where it's like, you know, somebody who has time to play 24 hours a day, you come in, it's like, oh yeah, I mind you thousands of <laughs> right, ore so you right. can go do this. And it's like, but I wanted the fun, like the fun of this game is kind of, it's a, it's a waste time sometimes with Minecraft. So you can go in and it's like, I wanted to learn how to do this. I want to be able to do this. I don't want to go and ask, hey, daddy, can I have more mine, please? You know, like more. <laughs> yeah. More. You, you want the sense of accomplishment. Right. This is a tangent, but once I lent someone a cop, my copy of Ocarina of Time on the N64, and when it was returned to me, they were like, oh, by the way, I, I, I finished a dungeon for you on your save file. <laughs> <laughs> help oh, you out. Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> and I never, it was years Spoke after that <laughs> before I actually f went back and played Ocarina of Time again because it was wow. like, I just, your... well, it was like, you took away, I don't even know like where am I in this game anymore. Right. I mean, that's, that's like a violation. Well, that's a big thing in Zelda games too, because like even, well, I guess more so modern, but even back in the day, you learn what you need to do in the next level in the previous level right. or like, you know, you'll need to do X, Y, and Z. So that knowledge you'll have, it's, it's literally like life. You need to live the game to be able to move on in life and, and, and move on and stuff. Yeah. We're wise words, wise words wise here words. at Geeks on Trial. But no, that's actually, that's a really dick move. That <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's. Was it? It wasn't me. Right? I'll tell you after the show. I'll tell you after the okay. show. It was you. <laughs> um, so I am as often is the case with these cases I am a little bit split on it because I right. do think ultimately Sam is mostly hurting himself but precedent has been established in the past for me at least where for example in the case of the guy who skips through TV shows right 
he was only hurting himself, but in my opinion, he was still guilty because still wrong. that was still wrong. So that's that's the question here is, is it is, is Sam, maybe he, you think he is hurting Laura enough to where it's a problem? It does affect her? You know, it is. I do think it is affecting her because like, you know, Clearly it I is. I don't know what she's their, their living situation. <laughs> he, th- she brought him to our courthouse. She here, brought him here know. voluntarily. So like, <laughs> you know, part of it is playing as a couple or as friends or whatever is like, you know, having the conversation. And, and you're right. If you can't have that conversation, then you might as well just go to two separate rooms and just play your game separately and just, you know, because like, the biggest thing, like, for example, would be you and I are actively both playing kind of um, Hogwarts Legacy, which I brought up before. And I couldn't figure out something. And I'm like, oh, did you figure out how to do X, Y, and Z? (laughs) And it wasn't like I went online and cheated because, like, I asked you. So it opened up another conversation because, sure, I could have gone to this game fact still thing. It still exists. (laughs) You know, I could have looked online and been like, how do I open doors to this room? But, Mm -hmm. like, it opened up another conversation with you or with somebody else where it's like we can be talking about this and figure out something in real time instead of just – you know, like, yeah, I can beat a game in 10 minutes if I go online and find all the the, the, the proper ways to play it. But right. for me, and I think it sounds like for you, the the getting stuck and, and, and getting frustrated and learning as you go is video games. Yeah, and, and there's many, like, there's many variables. There's many other game genres we didn't even touch on that, that still will change this. Like, I mean, if you're doing this with something like Myst, then you're just... Right. Then, then you are just ruining if you're just like looking at all the answers to the puzzles or something. But you know, then there, maybe there's a game like I could see for something like League of Legends or right, like a, a or Counter Strike, where well, that I was makes thinking sense. Of just now, a game that's in my life that my partner plays is Rust. Sure. So Rust resets every month, every X amount of days. So it's like you know he has written on paper or in a, a save file. Okay, I like to build the maximum way to build my building is X, Y, and Z. So it's like that's yeah. that way is different because a different style of game, or like in World of Warcraft or Destiny or other things like that. Mm-hmm. Like you have your certain weapons and your certain like your key bindings and, and and macros and stuff like that that help you play this game better, but it's not a story game. It's a yeah. game where you're playing with other people, usually in your same level class and stuff like that. So it's like you don't want to fall behind, and you've been playing this game for years now because that's a lot of these games are. It to, and to me, Baldur's Gate three because that's the only concrete example we have from this case file. That's like right on the line where it's the yeah. kind of game where I can understand. For me, that's the kind of game where I would be more inclined to put ten or twenty hours in, and then mm-hmm. I might go online to see. Oh, I wonder what people are saying are like the best builds. Right. And see if I'm kind of close or like, oh, maybe I'm not sure what I should spec into. So I'll ask somebody where you but, hit a wall and yeah, I don't know what I should do. But but go. I think it's crossing a line if you haven't even played the game yet and you're already reading all those things. Yeah. Planning your gaming style. Out, that's why, like, there's a lot of like even like um for a basic example, like Splatoon 2 or 3 or whatever we're on now. Or 1. Splatoon is a game where it's like, I hate when you go online day one and it's like, these people have clearly figured out, okay, if I take this path and I use this weapon, upgrade this weapon quickly. And it's like, they're able to like sit in a tower and kill the entire field in 10 seconds where you're like, Hey, I'm just trying to figure this shit out. You know, like I, I guess to me, that's still though, 
I, I, I'm sure I'd be annoyed by those people too, day one, but that's still, that's in the same category for me as like League of Legends. I think if it's, right. if it's an online competitive multiplayer game, it, then I understand the whole point is to f- for learn the best strats and, right. and take people out. So, and there's also two different types of gamers in that situation too, where like somebody is like somebody playing those types of games where it's like, I need to win. That is how I enjoy this game versus like, I would say us, I mean, you're 50-50 on this, where it's like we enjoy the story and the the getting into it of a game. Yes. And, and it's also, as we've said before, there's a bit of a bias here because most of the games I play are that, are the linear. Right. So I'm also trying to think like, you know, like God of War or something. I don't even know how or why you would... <laughs> read up on that before playing it like i don't try to because the other example too would be like super smash brothers where it's like one person it's like i'm i'm going to play this character all the time this is who i play we should talk about this too yeah right and it could be annoying because like if you're trying to play with a group and be fun it's like okay they're just going and wiping out but again that makes sense that makes more sense to me i'm not going to be mad if at someone for like reading all about the character tiers in smash brothers Right. Uh, whereas a single player narrative game, I think is a, it's a, it's a less it's a different definitive right. issue. I don't know, man. I, I kind of want to hear you your upset? verdict. Oh, would you be upset if, 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 um, if I gave you my verdict? No, if, um, so it was, it was you and a partner, you and a friend, you and whatever playing a game my cat. co-op at the exact same time as a story mode and they knew everything. Oh yeah. Well then that's. If we're literally playing it together, <laughs> yeah, like if it's It Takes Two, uh, for right. example. Oh, well, yeah. And and the other person's like, yeah, I, I know this. I know the best things in this level. I know where the secrets right. are. Yeah, no, that's that's unquestionably wrong. <laughs> you And like, you know. Unless we agree so on it, that beforehand. Are they playing? They're playing this game at the same time, but not necessarily together, correct? Yeah. Yeah, you can't. So. Does it have? Oh, you know what? It does. Baldur's Gate three does have, and I believe it has a co op mode where you can you play it online, and it's like you're not in the same party necessarily. Like you can just do completely different. One person's doing a quest over here. One person's doing a quest over here. You just right. are sharing a game space. I believe that's oh. possible. So that could be what they're doing. So you know, verdict for me. You oh. know, Laura and Sam are maybe not playing the same game file. They're not playing the exact same, two different machines, two different, is that just PC game? Um, Baldur's Gate 3? Yeah, maybe it's on Xbox or PlayStation, I don't know. But primarily a PC game. (laughs) Yeah, that's how I think of it. So, you know, they're, they're in two different areas playing this game or they're in the same room. So they both started this game roughly the same time. And I would say, you know, they, they chose to play it together. She or he, you know, she might not be a gamer. He might not be a gamer. So they're trying to, like, you know, follow the other's interests and, and try to bring something to do together, which is, is, is a hard part about being in a relationship is trying to find something that you both can do and, you know, share interests and stuff and try to sync up with different things. So I do feel bad for Laura that Sam is like, kind of like becoming an alpha gamer in their relationship and like being like, well, this is how you do it. This is how you play it. I'm going to do all this research and da, 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 where she wants to enjoy the experience where it sounds like Sam might want to like not rush this game, but like, let's get through it. Let's play it. Let's play it the, the, the best way possible where she wants to enjoy the time together 
and enjoy the game as a game and not just as an activity or as an activity, but you know what I'm saying. I sort of don't, but I sort of do. So <laughs> I do think, you know, Laura is. The question is, is she guilty for, of, for being annoyed by this or for calling him out and saying that he's cheating? You know, I, I would say I would ignore the cheating because like, sure, in the grand scheme of it, researching and doing all this stuff and learning how to play the game and maybe finding out um, hints and stuff. Technically, I guess it is cheating because you're finding out you're cheating yourself on the story. You're cheating by trying to play the best you can in a way, but also not. But I'm going to take this kind of out of consideration because like if this is his game style, it's not cheating. Mm -hmm. So, but I do think she should be upset. So I do think she's not guilty of calling him out on the way he's gaming this particular game. So she's, she's not guilty on, 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 on any of these fronts because like they chose this game together. They said, so he can go do this on any other game that he plays that she might not be playing with or any of the games he plays with the boys. But you know, this game, this is their couples game. They chose this game as something to do together and, you know, maybe maybe split it halfway. Be like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do some research, but maybe you don't do as much research. Let's, you know, we want to grow and learn this game together and and be able to have the water cooler talk about this game. And, you know, yeah, and, uh, Laura is not guilty in a convoluted way of saying it. <laughs> no, it was very concise. You did great. We're judges. I, I don't... judges. I don't know that I can... I can't remember another case in recent memory where I was this conflicted. Because it, it, it's difficult because like it's his personal yeah. style. But when you're doing that as a couple yeah. or even in a friend group, it's difficult. I mean, the, the closest one, I guess, would be the Camel Up episode. Where <laughs> it's it? like, you know. Or is that just the only one you can remember? <laughs> well, the closest week. one. Yeah, where it's like you know the the, the the this guy is playing a game how he wants to play it. Right, right, right. But game, board gaming. That's we a whole don't. We can't. Get, we can't get into last no. week's case. Um, <laughs> we don't have time. We don't have time. No. We got to wrap up. We got to wrap up. I, gotta go. Like I all if this if if Sam were the defendant here instead of Laura, I'd almost want to. I would be tempted to call him guilty for the same logic as before, where I do think, like you said, in my opinion. He's cheating himself out of an experience that, right. that he could be having. But on the other hand, if that's the way he likes to play games, I, I like, for instance, I was referring before to the a case of the guy who literally fast forwarded through TV shows. That is far more egregious <laughs> than anything in this. Like if you just like to go in and read up and know what you're doing, mm-hmm. I do think. And, and if you like to mod it, even it's not the way I would have fun with it, and I'd prefer if you didn't talk to me about it that much. But I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Then, then again, the question is, then is it okay for Laura to call him out on this? I think the word cheating is too strong of a word. Whether or not I'm considering it remains to be seen. <laughs> but I do think... I don't think it's appropriate necessarily, but I, if I were in Laura's shoes, I think I also would be frustrated by this behavior. I think I would be annoyed too. So it's really hard for me to, to say, I, I, I think, man, 
God, I want to sway you more towards one side. <laughs> go ahead, you, go ahead and try. <laughs> well, because like if you like, need help, you're assuming if they're living together, and yeah. like you know this is the the thing that they're doing together. You know, you would be upset if the person you're living with or in a, in a partnership with is like moving ahead, and it's like well, you know this is this is our thing. This is what we are doing. This is what we're going to talk about. You know, it, it's the same thing as a TV show. You know, like you said, yeah. they, you know, you woke up one night and, you know, your partner watched through the entire season where you're like, oh, I thought we were watching this one episode at a time. Kind of the same thing in the same structure because, like, that is your thing. So it's like, oh, we have nothing to talk about. It, in the grand scheme, like, there's other things to talk yeah. about. But, like, you know. Yeah, I think that's correct. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that I'm probably going to have to come down on this one with a not guilty same as you. Part of me, I kind of just want to call this a mistrial because I do feel it's complicated. But ultimately, if the question, if we just boil it down to the simple facts of is it okay for her to be annoyed by this? Yeah, I get it. And therefore, I don't I don't fault her. So, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a double not guilty. And another, you know, another thing with this is like, you know, it. Sure, if this is his independent gaming style, do what you want. Live your live your life the way you want to, you know, in my opinion, is he cheating himself out of a genuine gaming experience? Sure. But if this is how he enjoys to do something, same thing with the, the fast-forwarding through episodes. I think it's ridiculous. But, you know, if that's the way you want to do something and that's how you get your enjoyment out of it, go ahead. But, you know, now you're doing this with somebody else. Yeah. I need, I want a full list of every game they play or that he plays that he does this with. And I feel like it's case by case basis. Like that makes sense. That makes sense. What's wrong with you? You're a psychopath. <laughs> but I am happy that it's this game because this is a game that's like, you're right. It's in the middle. It's right, in the, it's right down the line. Because there is story. There is stuff. It's not just a, we're going to do the same stuff every time we play this game over and over. It's not one of those games. I guess they could have compared you know. it to D&D too. Like if, if somebody who's going in just saying, in D&D though, you almost have to research things because it's all you're the one who has to know of all of it. It's all on you as opposed to a video right. game where they just present you with choices digitally. Right. But in D and D it's a different thing. Cause it's like, you are all f playing together and you're all learning. Like you right. physically can't learn certain things because your DM doesn't, like you can't go onto game facts for your DM. Yeah. All right. We got it. We yeah. got to wrap up. We got yeah, a we sentence. We got a sentence, uh, Sam. Because we determined that he's the guilty party here. So what's his punishment? I mean, the easy thing, easy thing. He's not allowed to plan anymore. He has to go into games blinds. You block his uh, his Reddit account and his uh, game facts. I don't know what people use anymore. That's the one I used to use. <laughs> I think we need what is like the most obscure game that's that's like in terms of the playing of it. Like it, like Elden. Maybe Elden Ring is a good example. Mm. But he has to like go into it blind and a hundred percent it. Like he can't right. play another game or read another game guide <laughs> until, until he's physically hundred percent without any help or assistance along the way. Or, you know, I've been playing recently uh, harvest moon 64 was just added to the N64 app on switch. Awesome. And I don't know if you remember this or, but there are many things in that game that are like, if you want to hundred percent it, it's yes. like 
you need to have done something by like day 22 and they don't yeah. tell you about it. And if you don't do it, you don't, that's playthrough is you done. Know, <laughs> that was probably my first game where I physically had to go through. It's like, oh, you need to bury this watch over by a tree <laughs> to unlock this, this yes. wife who will help you if you want to play this style of game. Like that game was made to have to look up online because of such the the obscure weirdness of the game, which is why I loved it. Yeah, that's what. And yeah, going back to what we were saying earlier, that it was a different era when you, it was yeah. that was that made more sense back then. Elden Ring is kind of a throwback to that that era. I think you know a game you a thing you can't a style of gaming that you really can't stop pause look up stuff and 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 have things to look at. He has to play VR. Oh. You can't look at, can't look at your notes in a VR helmet. In the VR uh, Mist game, you they did have a digital notepad for you to take notes in while you play. That's funny. That is funny. <laughs> Pretty good. But you know you can't look through a gamer's manual or online while you're. That's you know, right. Got to keep that, that helmet on. Headset if you're stays on until you're finished. <laughs> and there's not enough ga- not enough things to do like you know key binding in your thing. Right. <laughs> can you know? All right. I think that's that's good. Hey, that's it. Viewers and listeners, wherever you're at. Let us know what you think. What's your verdict on this one? Who do you side with? What's your gameplay style? Do you like to dive in with knowing nothing? Or do you like to know everything? Or do you fall somewhere in the middle? Email us. Let us know. Geeksontrial at gmail.com. It's also where you can go to give us your own geeky disputes, video games, board games, uh, music, movies, whatever it is. Send it to us. We will judge it on the show here for you. Don't worry. We'll change your names to protect the innocent. And if you want to help support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash geeks on trial. It's where you get early access to episodes and you get sidebar, which is our brand new ish at this point, brand new show that is behind the Patreon wall. It's only five bucks a month. And for that five bucks, you get two episodes a month, maybe more in the future. So that's something you can do over there by helping support the show. You could also help us supporting the show free. If you don't want to spend five bucks, if you see a short of us, if you see a video, if you see us anywhere on the internet give us a thumbs up and leave something in the comments because the more thumbs up the more comments the more eyes that we get out to over on the algorithms with youtube tiktok instagram and i think that's even how a lot of the podcast uh, catchers work too so give us those five stars those thumbs up and and everything so we can hit more ears and please, eyes in the future. please please where can people find you at you can find me at jonathanestes.com for all my other personal projects and activities. Short and sweet this week. <laughs> That's it. You can find me. I'm uh, the snack guy, youtube.com slash the snack guy and ivanhan.com for all the rest of my crap. Awesome. I thought it was a great show. Really intense. It's a good show. It's a nice long one this week. And I like that. Yeah. I hope that everyone else liked it <laughs> and didn't stop listening. I'm Jonathan Estes. I'm Ivan Hahn, and this is Geeks on Trial. Catch you next time.